language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing. Welcome to Psycho Music Lyricology, a podcast where music reaches the mind and lyrics touch the soul. I am one of your co-hosts, the guy that doesn't know anything about hip-hop, Sheldon Moss, along with the great debater, Michael Nelson. What's up? And the professor, Maurice Moss. What's up? What's up? Well, fellas, what's going on? You know, we had a very, very productive week on our last episode. Productive? What you mean? What you mean by that? We had some good shout outs. Oh, from oh, my, you mean from, from the uh, from the uh, from the social media standpoint? Oh, you know what? I was like, "What is yeah, he talking yeah, it, about?" I didn't get it either, but it took. So you talking about Van Hunt? The Van Hunt, shout right, out. right, yeah. right. Van Hunt. So Van Hunt. Uh, our last show uh, was about uh, Van Hunt's last album, and uh, we uh, tweeted it out to him, and uh, he tweeted it back to us. And then out to the uh, general public, and then uh, I, he tweeted back to his record label too, right? Yeah, Blue which yeah. I thought was kind yeah. of interesting. I was like, okay, was well, he like saying, hey, "Look, we should have released this album a long time ago." So uh, you know, why are you? I was why like, were you? I was like, why were you? Uh, you have just kind of sitting on that. Have Blue Note pissed at us? But you know when I when I you know when I was reading it when I when you was just talking about uh, him and Blue Note. Uh, I read an article. It sounded as though he is doing his own record label and is not with them anymore because he wanted to buy that recording back and he uh, couldn't afford to buy it back. Oh, uh, and that might be the reason, reason he was why like them psycho fellas. Looks, yeah, yeah, these guys are psycho. Check this right, out. Right, oh, right, okay. right, okay. right, right, right. We're gonna put the pieces together on that one. We might, <laughs> we might be good. a part of that story. Yeah, when it's all, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah, be yeah. in the book. Who yeah. gonna play us in the movie? Okay. <laughs> Okay, the uh, VH1. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, Idris gonna play me in the movie. Okay, <laughs> I'm your Denzel. Uh, okay, <laughs> but anyway, man. Hey, uh, Maurice, you know you ready? You ready to uh, let us know what's happening with you? Uh, what you been what, on? What we listening to? Oh yeah, you know. I'm I mean, there's a lot of good music out there, man. I had to make some notes, but uh, right. Uh, one of the cats that I'm listening to right now is uh, actually uh, Thundercat. He's a, a bassist. Uh, he was on. Uh, uh, he did some production on "To, Bip, to Pimp a Butterfly," mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, I think he's done some other stuff. But he's got some uh, a couple of solo albums, and his latest one is uh, him doing like this uh, R&B thing with um, Michael McDonald and. Um, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins, yeah, and it's a really, it's a really, really good song. It's like neo soul yacht rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. a good song. So I'm listening to that. That's really cool, and uh, kind of checking out his old album. And then um, there is a duo out of uh, Canada. Uh, they're on um, Drake's label. They're called Division, DVSN. They got a new album coming out. It's and the first single on it is. Uh, uh, POV point of view. Right. And you can kind of you can stream most of their album right now. Is it a rap group? No, they're kind of a uh, <clears throat> they're kind of that uh, soul vibe, sing song, party next door stuff. 
I don't even know what to describe that. But Man. I mean, it's it's good. That's it's a new good. genre. <laughs> do a sing song. You know, you know, where they kind of like, you know, they talking and they sing it and stuff. But it, it's pretty cool. So this, it's kind of like stream of consciousness, kind of. Yeah. This 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 one song, uh, POV. Uh, they uh, they uh, you'll appreciate this. They they tricked out the uh, the uh, Maxwell uh, Fortunate. And they sample it all through the song, mm-hmm. so it, it's it's really cool. Okay. So uh, yeah, those two cats I'm listening to. Hey, I, I like you. I like Thundercat a lot. Yeah, he's good. He's yeah, good. I like that dude. I tell you, Maurice always has something for us. You know, Mike. What's up? You man, you know you you say you've been uh, really on it since we started the podcast for the past. Yeah, few I've weeks. been grinding a little bit, and then <clears throat> because of the uh, uh, today's topic, I kind of paid attention a lot to. Uh, a lot of female artists and or lady artists. I, I don't, females don't like to be called females, do they? <laughs> no, I don't know. But anyway, lady okay. artists. I don't know that. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. So a bunch of lady artists that uh, uh, if you are a uh, frequent visitor to our uh, Instagram page, I'll uh, I'll write a little bit about it, drop a mix on them. Uh, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But uh, what I really been on is uh, Damian Marley. Uh, the uh, uh, it's an album called Stony Hill. It's new. This is new <coughs> when he it's has new. that. I saw yeah. him tweet that the other day. Yeah, and this uh, which Marley is on four four four. Is that Damian? It's Damian. Yeah. Okay, all right. So Damian is like really interesting to me, you know, because. Um, <coughs> You have Ziggy, right? Ziggy is like the 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 other big name Marley mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from, but you know he's more a uh, 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 soul R and B uh, reggae artist. Ziggy, Ziggy yeah, 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 Ziggy yeah. is more purist. Yeah, and Damien has found this way to kind of uh, meld. Yeah, he does a, fuse, a, yeah. a lot of the uh, dance hall roots. Mm-hmm. And this album is about 20 cuts where he actually kind of digs into almost everything, the roots, mm-hmm. all of that. And uh, he's probably uh, this this record is like incredible from beginning to end. It's, it's real, real, okay. real good. It's called uh, Stony Hill. It has a song on it that, uh, again, if you frequent the Instagram, I. I, he he did this little thing where he sang the song called Slave Meal, uh, one of his songs that he wrote. Mm-hmm. It has a very poignant lyric in it. It says something like, not something like, it says uh, police shoot, police are free to shoot at will. Uh, <coughs> and then he talks about the old slave meal is grinding slow but grinding still. And... Uh, uh, it just it just caught my attention. That that was the first song, and he did this whole little video thing uh, where he was introducing the album. And so I decided I was gonna try to go on uh, Instagram and try to uh, recreate it. <laughs> I was gonna do the whole video, <laughs> and then I was too. I, I need to go check out our Instagram page. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you telling the story, I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah, but I didn't do the, I did, I didn't do the whole song. I did a couple of verses. Cause I didn't know how long it was going. <laughs> you know, the Instagram was going to let me do it, but you, you know, know, you can stop and start, stop and start. That they used to only give you what twenty seconds, something like that. But apparently, you can stop. That's, and start that's too much up. work for me. So I just did. <laughs> I did my little lyric while I was laying on the on the patio one day, and yeah. I put it on there. But yeah, but anyway, that's what I've been listening to a lot of lately. 
and uh i mean that album plus some more things but you know i also caught gucci man this week oh oh, get he mad. just dropped a new album uh, <laughs> i don't care about him i didn't, I didn't want to see the wedding I could you know i had to go and google a song after i saw all of the pictures of the wedding <laughs> oh then i you? had to go okay well what does he actually sound like let me go see what yeah, this is he's, all about he's, he's that he he's apparently what, he is a pivotal to hip-hop he's a to pivotal a <laughs> he's a pivotal trap oh, okay. artist i don't know he's okay. like the bridge between him and, like ti and, uh, and and whatever else is going on in yeah, trap music or yeah. whatever he's the bridge and he's like the most he's like the most popular in that air or whatever so i caught his new album and uh the music like i said about you know mm-hmm. this new trap music stuff is is good but you know the lyrics are lacking but <laughs> yeah that's yeah. just me yeah. you know yeah. that's just you. me what you yeah. been up on man well you know i love bass players <clears throat> a couple of years ago i uh you know i just started looking for female bass players lady bass players yes we gonna stop saying female <laughs> So lady bass players. What's the difference? I don't know, man. I thought I read it somewhere that they don't like that. Okay. Okay. Real quick, though. A couple years ago, I ran across a young lady, Nick West. She is a bass player. She has this. She wears this uh, bass cleft mohawk, colorful mohawk. Yeah. And uh, you know they try to say that she's R and B and soul, but she's more of a, a rock artist to me. Her, her, she's rock R and B. She's kind of a Lenny Kravitz type female. She's a female Lenny Kravitz or a, a lady, lady Lenny Kravitz. Lady, Lenny, yeah. Lenny Kravitz. Okay. You know, so uh, <laughs> she never. You know, people like her never come down our way. Um, then I started looking at her on YouTube. She does some real good covers, man. She reminds you of uh, Louis Johnson, Marcus Miller, and of course uh, Larry Graham. So. That's kind of what I've been on, Nick West. Uh, so just I'll, I'll say that I have been a fan of Nick West for a minute. Yeah, she does a cover where she's doing the bass with a uh, uh, with a, for a, what's the song by the one by Michael Jackson no, or the one by Prince no, or the one, the one by Music Soul did, Child? That one. Yeah, the Music Soul Child one. Uh-huh. And I, you know, I I use that in a DJ set. Right, one right, time right. Because it was pretty dope. Yeah, it was banging. <clears> and then uh, she tells a story about her. Did you see the video where she tells the story about Prince mm-hmm, bringing mm-hmm. her into, into the studio, studio and making her play the same song right. for an hour? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> yeah. right, 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 right. So yeah. anyway, but yeah. Yeah, man. So that's what I've been kind of on, man. I'm, I'm really digging her, you know. So, but uh, hey, we have a we have a guest, man. All right. Hey, we have a, a we have <laughs> yeah, a uh, a young lady. That <laughs> <laughs> no, so now I, ask her. Okay, hold on. Uh, we have a young lady. Is that is that good? Yeah, but I do prefer female. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shut myself up then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Needless to say, she is a graduate of Texas Women's Woman's University, is what they say on the sign. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not women's, but woman's university. Uh, she is uh, a nurse practitioner. Uh, she loves hip hop. Deeply, <laughs> yes, Miss Sheree Taylor. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's going on, Sheree? Not much. Thanks for having me. Okay, you're not nervous, are you? Maybe. Don't be nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. There's absolutely nothing to be nervous exactly. about. <laughs> There's zero things to be nervous about. As you see, you know, we talk about what we've been vibing on as far as music or books or whatever. But uh, what, 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 what you been on lately? Not just this week, or just you know. You um. On? Well, as far as music, 
is concerned, um, I've been listening to SZA. Uh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've been talking, talking about, about SZA. Talking about SZA. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite SZA song? Uh, well, they play Love Galore on the radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? But I like Supermodel. Okay. okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just looked at uh, so she the video for... Uh, yeah, she... Oh, yeah. Okay. I just looked at the video for uh, Love Galore. Uh-huh. That was disturbing. <laughs> Did you see that video? Uh-uh. Uh, I you need to go Google video. the video. It involves, like, murder. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on at, at the end of it. Like, what's, what's so interesting about her is, lyrically... I mean, the song sounds beautiful because her voice sounds beautiful, but lyrically, she talking about some... Mm. She talking about some stuff like, okay, I'm not feeling you, and you know, you this ain't this ain't working, and they plays out in the video. So, oh. well, go look, that. Um, Supermodel is a nice video. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. She's got some good videos. Cause remember, I was talking about the. Uh, have you seen the Drew Barrymore video? Mm-mm. That was a good one too. That's a good one. So it's got she, a lot of. She's one of those. Got a lot of artistic Solange type artists. She's, she's very. She's visual and musical. Her and Solange working together. Yeah. Oh, work? Yeah, her and Solange have, have done some stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, hey, but uh, we interrupted. What, yeah, what else yeah, yeah, go ahead. And um, I've been listening to Rhapsody. She has a new one out. Yeah. I heard yeah. a new album. It is good. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and both of those artists, um, I think I got put on to them from Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Who's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a podcast that you need to listen to uh, where they uh, dissect the entire To Pimp a Butterfly album, and it's called Dissect, and they go song by song. And they talk about everything that contributed to each one of the songs that he was talking about, relationships. And he has this one particular one where they break it down. He talks about uh, skin complexion and his girlfriend and you wouldn't know all of that breakdown unless you know somebody kind of digs in but I'm down with Kendrick too so good. Kendrick is Kendrick is happening cool he's a good dude well hey man this just <clears throat> brings us into uh, what we're about to discuss uh, today Maurice hey man it's something you've been wanting to uh, yeah. say for a while so I mean when we first started <laughs> when we first started uh, knocking around ideas for a podcast in general uh, misogyny and music is uh, one of those that that I uh, am, am particularly interested in because I'm curious as to what people think or specifically what women think when they hear a lot of the music that's being played and uh, some of it, it doesn't paint females in, in uh, the best light. So uh, in preparation for the show, I, I wrote a couple of lyrics. And um, one of them is, uh, Snoop ain't no fun unless the homies can have some. And then uh, uh, Rick Ross is a guest on one, uh, one, uh, al- one song. And uh, Sharia and I talked about it briefly. Uh, where Rick uh, goes, put Molly all in the champagne, she ain't even know. Uh, took her home and enjoyed that she ain't even know. So, you know, you know, you, you know, you bobbing your head to it uh, as a man, but you know, you kind of wonder is you know group sex and date rape are those topics that you need to be you know kind of singing about. And then you uh, kind of juxtapose that with what's going on in our country right now. We got presidents, you know, that's grabbing people and. Uh, doing all kinds of, you know, and uh, how that mirrors to, you know, us as a society and how we look at women. 
So, uh, you know, you always wonder, okay, what if am I listening to something that's disrespectful and uh, would would uh, would a female appreciate this if I was like sitting in the car and just singing this out, out loud? So um, sometimes I wonder if, uh, you know, I'm being over, oversensitive to that and uh, women just kind of like, oh, you bugging, you know, just bob your head to it like I am. We got artists like uh, Nicki Minaj who are out there completely owning their uh, female sexuality. Um, and then, you know, if you're just, you know, saying bitch and hoe in a video, I mean, in a song, are you just saying bitch and hoe? And does it does it affect anybody? Does it affect uh, the relationships that black men have with black women? Uh, so I, I did research some stats. Uh, black women on average earn 60% of the average salary of a white man. Uh, black, black women have been on the forefront of, uh, you know, activism. Uh, they, they go f as far back as uh, Sojourner Truth and up through Fannie Lou Hamer and then up through Black Lives Matter. Women are at the head of those movements. Uh, we also have uh, actual female artists uh, like Beyonce who are putting, them out, putting themselves out there, actually showing you visually that, you know, they're laying on police cars in between, you know, black children and, and the police, you know, showing what they're willing to do. So, you know, given all of that, are we, what, 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 do we, what are we really talking about when we talk about misogyny? Is it something that's very uh, specific to the person? Like, is it like beauty in the eye of the beholder? Uh, uh, do we as black men have a position of privilege because uh, we can say or do whatever we want, but that may not necessarily be the truth for uh, females or women or ladies? So that's why we have Cherie here to talk about it. Um, we can start wherever you want to start, Cherie, with this. We're not going to uh, be uh, mansplaining a lot of stuff and saying, you know, this is the <coughs> way it is. We're going to let you tell us, you know, what the deal is on this. But we did talk about, we did kind of put out there three articles. One of them was uh, a list of um, 25 of the most uh, misogynist songs and we talked about it beforehand and we're like, we didn't know most of the songs or I, you know, I was like, okay, I don't know that song. So I'm not really offended. And then, but then there was a, an article that Mike a couple of months ago put out there where this article got quite a bit of play. Uh, I heard uh, a lot of people commenting on this album where uh, uh, a black website, very smart brothers. That's the name of the website actually uh, position men uh, or black men uh, in a position uh, similar to white people over black people, so it was say so the article was actually kind of uh, uh, positing that you know it, are we as black men uh, uh, are we uh, uh, working are we operating from a position of privilege over black women and allowing them to be oppressed by us as as in general. And then uh, there was one article that I don't know that anybody else kind of uh, dug into, but it was kind of interesting to me, and it was about empathy and rap music and how uh, <laughs> you can listen to rap music and it can be, you know, you can use that. Or the writer of it was a white person, and he was using rap music as a way to understand and empathize with black men. And I, was, I thought that was interesting given the fact that a lot of hip-hop music, a lot of rap music doesn't necessarily empathize with women. So... That's my whole introduction to the to the topic. 
Yeah, that article was interesting when yeah. he said, are you listening to the words or are you listening to the words? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> that's uh I mean, I mean in you know it's a it's an interesting concept and we'll, we'll i don't i don't want to get yeah, we're gonna get in front of sharice yeah. yeah but you know let's do this let's let's read talk because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know i'll begin to meander well as far as the first song we were talking about the raw song about mm-hmm. putting the molly in the drink well that's nothing new. Um, I remember when I was in high school, that was a conversation my mother had with me before I would go out. Don't let nobody slip you a mickey yeah, or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she said, you know, don't sit your drink down and go to the bathroom and come back. You get another drink. So, I mean, what they're talking about isn't anything new. Right. But, but okay, I, I, I'm with you that it's not new, but is it is it wrong? Is it something that is it is wrong? And and the thing about not being new versus you know is we talked about this before when we talked about uh, uh, well we talked about the similar things when we talked about how when we were talking about the uh, weed culture show right. and we were talking about how you know there were certain things that were the, it's more open now like. You know, you can put a song out like this and it'll just kind of blow over. And the only people to be pissed about it is like an activist or whatever or somebody or who's politician. like, yeah, somebody will mm-hmm. come out. And, but it's just so much part of the mainstream now versus, you know, when we were younger. But let me <laughs> let me challenge that, though. And then I'm going to take it back to uh, Cherie. Uh, Ross actually lost uh, a sponsorship behind that song, so there were some people that were up in arms. Well, I because I, I think he lost his Reebok contract behind that. So, you know, given that you know there were some people that were kind of like we were all we're enraged by that, and then we have Cherie that's basically saying, "Hey, this is just a this is just a matter of fact thing that you got to be mindful of because that's the way it is. You're just not." Uh, but I mean, is that a is that a component of you know, do men need to fix that about themselves? Do we need to do we need to talk to men about you know doing stuff like that? Is that what you know? Well, I just I don't think it's exclusive to men. I think the whole thing is a teachable moment. Okay. Because, as, as humans. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because women need to be aware. I mean, if those men are thinking that way, then we need to know how to handle ourselves mm-hmm. in that type mm-hmm. of situation mm-hmm. we can't be the victim and say oh well he did this to me well you know we have to be accountable too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you're saying that the accountability for the female is uh more of covering yourself and making sure that you don't put yourself in situations where you get caught up like that yeah okay. I, I mean of course some things can't be avoid it but mm-hmm. for the most part i feel like you need to take responsibility for your own actions mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what about the lyrics to the like the lyrics that i mentioned earlier where you know you just talk about kind of objectifying uh, uh women in uh sexual situations you know we we had a brief conversation you were just kind of like that's not occurring that's not something that is being directed at me personally so i'm gonna let you talk about that i mean for me personally i think that's a situation of if the shoe fits wear it you know 
whoever's getting offended, you know, you might be stepping on their toes. (laughs) I'm not going (laughs) to, I'm I'm not going to elaborate on that, but I I do hear what you're saying on that. I'm I'm, I'm, going to ask you this then. Okay. Say you have a daughter. So you ride in the car with your daughter, you know, you got your music going and it's misogynistic music. How do you, uh, do you listen to it with her? And then you have to explain it to her that you are not this that they are projecting in the song because my aunt has this theory a long time ago. I used to say, why you let, why you let your son listen to this music that they're cussing in? And her reply was, his, my, her, his parents cuss, don't they? What's the difference? <laughs> so... I, I agree with I mean I'm, I'm more along that that frame of that line of thinking um I will we'll listen to it for a little bit and then you know I may say that you know I've had enough of that let's move on to something else <laughs> uh-huh. but we'll still discuss it um the same thing with with tv with movies and things um you know, their dad would let them watch all these horror movies, people getting their heads cut off and killed and shot. But if somebody was nude, mm-hmm. oh, that's a problem. That's an interesting, <laughs> very interesting point, because it kind of that's kind of something that's uniquely American. Like I've read where uh, people in Europe are totally like they're grossed out by the violence. Right. But they don't have a problem with like an exposed breast or female nudity the way that we have a problem with it. And it's almost like. Okay, that's the way we have been ingrained to to look at it. But when you really look at it, the violence is just as disgusting. Well, to yeah. me, or, I, or I more hope, disgusting. You know, I told him. I said, "Well, they're more likely to have sex. I hope than to go out and murder somebody." Right, right, right. <laughs> so, right, right. you know, which one is more natural? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You also mentioned before we before we started the show that about creativity and that some that you would necessarily uh you wouldn't necessarily uh want an artist's creativity to be stifled uh just based on lyrical content right that's putting them in a box um it's just like poetry or anything else i mean the music is they're writing their music based on what they've experienced you know, if they don't experience the women that they're singing about, maybe then they wouldn't sing about them. Well, well I never thought about it that way. But uh, <laughs> Mike, but you, you, you know, I'm waiting on you because you know, you, your, your, your mouth is just itching. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, you know, um, I've been, I've been wrestling with this since we first started talking about doing this show. I've been wrestling with it because. Um, like I said earlier, I've been listening. I'm listening to some some lady artists that I am. I uh, what I found is that um, uh, these are these are some younger younger ladies. SZA being one of them, a uh, young lady named Kalani and one called Kalana or something like that. I, I may have their names all kind of messed up. And one of the things that I've been finding in their music that I am finding is like this empowerment thing, right? So it's like um, uh, there's a, a, a self-assuredness as well as a uh, vulnerability that goes on with this. So they don't mind talking about having sex. Right. 
and it's not like that sucker for love stuff. It's about, you know, just straight. This is what we're going to do. Boning. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um, and, 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 uh, you know, uh, Moss mentioned, uh, Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, and what and who gets to draw that line between like female empowerment and promiscuity right like who, so who, who who's the person who's making that call because at the end of the day I mean right so it started so I had to start from a baseline and I started going well what is misogyny right what 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 and then I realized that it is a very fluid definition mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. Okay, you know, Webster has a line and it's going to say what misogyny is. But then you have to find like all of these, uh, you know, well, what's offensive to her is not offensive to her. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's this conversation we're having right mm-hmm. here with Sheree because mm-hmm. Sheree is like, well, you know, it doesn't offend me. But then I go back to a conversation I had with one of my cousins and he was talking about, uh, he said that. The re- chivalry. We talk. It, it it came up about chivalry and how, and what he was saying was is that chivalry is not dead. It's just that women don't put themselves in a place for men to be chivalrous to them. Which, when I eased back off of what he said, I went, "That's like bullshit, right?" Because <laughs> in my mind, you know. We subscribe to these uh, moral aptitude, apti- you know, this moral aptitude that we we uh, we uh, we ascribe to, and if your baseline is male manhood, then you're chivalrous to all women, regardless of how they act, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's not it's not their actions that mean anything; it's your actions that mean. Something. So that whole thing is so, almost like I have you have to act a certain way in order in for order me for to, me to act like a man. And what a lot of women are saying is, "I'm me. I'm a woman, and you still should treat me in a. You still should have but, chivalry." But that should be like this personal me. responsibility thing, right? Because you know. We, we we have fathers and grandfathers. Right. And they didn't teach us to go out and say, Well, if she act like a bitch, treat her like a bitch. No. That never happened. No. You right. know. No. It, it, you know, if 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 her daddy slap her, you slap her. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, yeah. that never happened. Right. At least not with it us. Never, right, I know right. that for certain. No. At least not with us. It didn't happen that way. So we knew that, you know, the 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 baseline was respectability right. to every woman. Right. But then, you know, we go to the party and we hear Luke. Right, that's what that's that's what it came down to. Right, right. We go to a party and we hear Luke. All right, so if if all I'm thinking is if I'm thinking, so how do I juxtapose that? Right, Big Daddy told me to be respectable, mm-hmm. and Luke tell me that I all need I need is this. some pussy. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So you know, it's like how, and then and then he shows women in that light. You know, and so now I have to I have to find a way to make that all work in my head. But the way that you're talking about it is to me, that's the that's the way that you need to be coming at it and not coming at a female and saying this is the way that you need to act. You need to come at it from the male perspective and say this is your foundation for how you deal with this feet with females in general and then how they come at you won't be as relative and as, and that's as, and that's exactly my point yeah, right yeah. so that's 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 what i'm saying so it doesn't matter how she acts yeah. but then you know i'm listening to music you know and then i am co-signing this music because i'm buying it i'm bopping to it that's right you know i'm <laughs> sharing right. it that's right and i'm going and and you know 
and it's bitch this and hold that and you know yeah so now i'm in this place where i'm trying to figure out am i am do i agree with it am i is this just part of uh uh, or am I perpetuating misogynist attitudes, you know, into the in, mm-hmm. into the atmosphere? Mm-hmm. Right. I have mm-hmm. a wife. I have a daughter. I would never call either one of them a bitch. Mm-hmm. And then, but that probably hadn't stopped me from calling somebody else a bitch who done pissed me <laughs> off. You know what I mean? I th- th- that may have happened. Yeah. I'm sh- I'm sure it's happened. But I would never say that about my mother. I would never say that about my sisters. My mm-hmm. daughter, my wife, I would never do it. I would it wouldn't even cross my mind to do it. It wouldn't even cross my mind to think that they were acting like what mm-hmm. a bitch would be. Mm-hmm. And I would be pissed off if somebody, you know, uh uh De La Soul has a lyric. He says, you know, ain't no woman like the one I got, and if you call her a bitch, you might get shot. Mm-hmm. That, right. I kind of feel like that. You know, somebody else call my wife a bitch, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I'm listening to music. And you excited while you I'm rolling buying, down the street. Exactly. I'm <laughs> buying it. I'm bumping to it. So how do I juxtapose that? Is and it then, just is it is it just that, or do I really, or is it, I'm, uh, am I ingesting that thing? All of all of that, and then if even if you get to the point where that's okay, then you have to make this other leap when you get to somebody like an R. Kelly who is actually doing mm. this in their real life. life. Mm-hmm. So. Alleged, okay. Allegedly, well, let's okay. be careful. All right, all we, right. we on the air now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we could yeah. allegedly. You you can be broke and still get sued, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you you listening to it and you reconcile that whole thing where okay, I'm buying this music and it may be because I I'm okay with this artist's creativity. I'm not I'm not going to uh, uh, dampen this artist's creativity. But then, okay. 12 play was bumping that was a badass album i I bought it (laughs) but do i continue to listen to 12 play now knowing or seeing what my eyes see in this particular situation with this person and you know where does it where do you draw the line with okay what the the, it, it was okay to talk about it it was okay to watch it in the videos it was okay at the but now i'm gonna draw the line who you know and how do you get to the line to draw? What line will you cross? Yeah. I have a really good friend who's a doctor. She told me that when she read the story about Cicely Tyson's relationship with Miles Davis, he beat her. And it's like, I mean, it's, another, it's not and, anything new related to went, artists. And, you and know. I remember she said, I threw all of his records away. And I was like, well, you could have given them to me. You didn't have to throw them away. <laughs> but, okay, so now where, where am I with that? Yeah. Am I Because I love Miles Davis. Right. Am I okay with his character outside of right. mm-hmm. his music? Right. And, you know, it, it just becomes like this whole, you know, it's 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 a it's it's so complicated to kind of kinda accept what's coming. And I think what you end up doing is what most of us do. You compartmentalize it. And That's a good say, word for it. And you say, Hey, when I get in my car and I get him get on title or when I get on uh Spotify or whatever, this is what I'm listening to. But I know that when I get out of this car and I walk up to this place of business and a woman is 
walking up to it that I'm gonna open the door and let her pass through. Yeah, because I was rocking the shit. Because you know. the other day I was rocking the shit out of Too Short and had the same thing. <laughs> Get out the car after hearing Too Short talking about pimping. <laughs> And turn. And then, wait a minute. And the and person just, who who, and, who turned the word "bitch" into a multi <laughs> multi syllabic word. Bitch. You know. Why you gotta say you it know, like short. That's you know. Yeah. That's, that's exactly. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so you know, I'm bumping too short, pimping, and then I have to go and open the door for a young lady at the and and too short doesn't cross my mind at the moment I'm opening that door, but. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But if she look in a certain way, you open the door in your mind. You say that. Mm, mm, mm. I don't do that anymore. I'm mad, <laughs> and my wife listens to the podcast. So don't, don't, don't. You ain't put me. You gonna shit. have him out here. <laughs> I got to go home. Right. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> Cherie, what 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 do you think about so far? What are we talking about? I agree with a lot of it. Um, it's like you said, it's listening to Too Short. I I still listen to Snoop and Dre and Ice Cube and all those. I mean, they, of course, Snoop uses bitch more than anyone. And yeah. he got a wife, Eggie. Yeah, but, but exactly. Daughter, that yeah. doesn't make them a bad person. You know, Snoop has been married for how many years? You know, same mm-hmm. with Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Um, just last night, we were watching the BET, um, we, yeah. and so when luke did yeah. his speech my daughter was like who is that i'm like you all know who uncle luke is you need to <laughs> this is a black history moment Wait, it really is. what was it that really research is. like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you have to stop and show <laughs> no I, st- I put got my phone and and played it okay. for mm-hmm. you know she's 22 but she's like oh, oh, oh yeah God. <laughs> she's heard worse at this she, point. No, okay. she said oh yeah i recognize that song yeah. now but you know just because they say bitch ho that doesn't you can't minimize the other contributions that they've made yeah okay yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, okay but okay. if we uh, but okay and i hear that example but mm-hmm. i mean a lot of people are up in arms and i'm, I'm kind of stretching this a little bit but a lot of people are up in arms about the president so does that mean that okay he's accomplished certain things in his life should he should we just let that go that he said and, that and harvey we, harvey but Weinstein. He's a, in a position of leadership well i mean you could argue that any any artist who has any level of success is, a, is in a position of leadership i mean you could argue that i mean it's i mean I, if we go back way. to the snoop example snoop has the whole little league uh, football team where he's leading little boys around. So I mean, you could, you could. But Snoop's you could. not making no laws. Okay. Okay. And you know okay. the. And I mean, and that's. I mean, that's an actual. Okay, that's a clear delineation of this is where I'm drawing the line here. You can be this person in your life, but when you do things that affect other people, then that's when. Yeah, I mean, I can take my son off of his football team, yeah, yeah. but if trump decides to cut my do something with my taxes i mean i'm you're out here so but you know and i also thought about it in terms of uh i we listen to a lot of you know nwa is probably one of my favorite groups of all time right and the first album was off the damn hook you you are correct and that, it's one of my uh, the skits of the, everything yeah, yeah. everything really in that one album of the top 100 hip-hop that albums album was of all bomb, time man. right so and it was a lot of drug dealing a lot of uh shooting a lot of killing all and kinds of stuff none all of that of stuff. none of that 
am I a party to? Yeah. I don't drug deal. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I haven't killed anybody. There ain't nobody messed with my daughter yet. So, (laughs) (laughs) but, (laughs) don't trip it. But anyway, none of that is, none, I don't, I don't accept any of those things. You know, I don't carry any of that. Yeah. So, um, it still makes me uncomfortable. That doesn't make me as uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't. I don't particularly care for all of the uh, violence in hip hop, but it doesn't make me as in, as uncomfortable as the misogyny in hip hop. But I don't carry any of that either. Yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. You know. I'm not. Bitch. This whole that. That's not who I am. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, in my 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 but character I mean, I mean but to but to, I find I I'm sorry but I find uh I I find it disturbing on a lot of levels and I think I, I and here's where I, and I I think I don't even even the violence in hip hop bothers me I guess when people reenact it mm-hmm. so when I see the reenactment of uh Molly's in women I I know women who have been date raped mm-hmm. who that's who that's happened to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I I've seen the I've seen the uh the effect on their lives mm-hmm. that that has right. and so you know just the 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 consciousness behind you know uh having to juxtapose hearing that music and being okay with it and seeing people go, oh well, you know, Molly ain't that bad, yeah. and Ecstasy ain't that bad, you know, and you know, and if uh, you know, she went in there dancing like that, I probably wouldn't have given her a Molly. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's kind of weaving all of the discussions that we have, where we've had so far, into like one kind of thing where we talked about uh, weed culture, and then we're having this conversation about violence. Uh, juxtaposed to uh, misogyny, and it's kind of all kind of mixed in, kind of it all kind of dovetails into the same thing when you think about it. And I think Cherie, you made you when you made the when you talked about the whole process of you sit down with your child or you explain stuff to them or you talking it through. I think one of the things that a lot of people don't have is that person there to have that discussion with. As to okay, you know, we're listening to this, but this is not this is not healthy. This is not appropriate. This is not the way that you conduct yourselves in a normal life. So, what do you do with the people who don't have someone like you in their life to to, to kind of say, oh, okay, you know, this is not, you know, this is all fun and games. It's not really real life. You know, what do you what do you? Because I think that's ultimately kind of like the issue at the end of the day that people do have. The people who have sounding boards and people to to t- to talk to them about stuff, they they they're gonna be okay even in the midst of this stuff. It's the ones that don't have those sounding boards that are gonna be like, we don't know. Well, it's not real life for us because we're not participating in those activities. But it is real life for some people. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. I was I was I was about to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's so. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's where I mean I'm not even because some of the stuff I see I, it looks like a whole fantasy world because it's not anything that I've ever even 
you know, seen up close. But, uh, <laughs> right. you know, that's 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 an interesting point that, you know, it's not really it is an actual reality. So, OK, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, because I'm stuck. I mean, <laughs> but you can you can look at you can look at um, the 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 women, uh, women augmenting their bodies to look a certain way you know buying booties and chests and waist trimmers and all of those things and i mean uh uh when we were coming up uh uh late 80s early 90s uh i will say i knew strippers but they wouldn't tell the world that they were stripping right now it's uh now you can get a degree in it <laughs> it's like a badge of honor it's like uh yeah it's like <laughs> It's like the entry level requirement for being an Instagram model. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, and it's and it's become big business. I mean, you know, uh, uh, you know, I you can you can find strippers making as much money as lawyers. Supply and demand. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I get it. I mean, you know, so yeah, you yeah. know, so then it becomes. You know, for me, it, 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 then it becomes it. I guess ultimately, it's the same thing. It's all about individuality, individual uh, belief. You know, uh, I'm not going to subscribe to whatever, but I can't be mad if you do it. Or ultimately, it ain't really my opinion whether or not you do it or not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you know, it just becomes one of those things where you're just like concerned about all the images out there. And we as black people, unfortunately, we get judged by the the uh, the worst of the images mm -hmm. out there because there are white women who strip. That article that we had with the twenty five worst, the the twenty five most, most misogynistic songs, songs they had were, more white artists. It was, than more, they did. It was like twenty white artists. Right. It was more than it. You know, twenty five, twenty of them were white. So all of that stuff is out there, but the 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 community as a whole doesn't judge. The community, the American community, doesn't judge white people the way that they judge black people. And then when you have uh, some 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 level of consciousness, black consciousness, then it becomes a uh, it becomes a battle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you know what I mean. I do, I yeah. do hear what you're saying. It becomes this whole battle about how do you how do you deal with you know not upholding this stuff, and I like it, and mm -hmm, saying you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's not who we all are. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. you know that's what we fight every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I was surprised at some of these songs. Back to those songs, uh, when they said "Sting, Every Breath You Take," I was like, "Is that misogynistic?" Well, well it's I about mean, stalking it's about a woman. Yeah, you know, I, I got that. Yeah, after I listened to it again and again, I'm like, "But, oh, wow. but that goes back to how do you define misogyny?" Right? right. So it's just this whole: is that really misogyny? You know. Is that is that a is that psycho. the idea? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you know, but it's but it's behavior that's exacted upon women more than than men. So that's that kind of automatically makes it more of a female issue because I mean, I guess you know about uh, uh, brothers that have been stalked, but I mean, I mean, they're more likely to to shut to shut it down, or I mean, I guess it's easier for them to sh to shut it down mm. versus this whole. Well, here's the thing. In every breath you take, stalking was romanticized. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. Uh -huh. how many songs, even if you heard a song about a brother being stalked, was it romantic? I mean, was it something that, you know, 
uh, was it something that, oh, she's stalking me, I feel special? Or, or it's something that, that proves that that person really loves you or whatever, because that's what Prince was, I mean, that's what Sting was saying <laughs> in that song. I uh, got Prince on the brain. I got a I real life feel attraction brain. going on right now, is what I'm going to say. But, yeah, just, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, but, you know, they romanticized it. That song was a number one song for the year that it came it out. Was. I remember and, when and, it came and out. And it must have been 10 years before I actually knew what it was about. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was I a mean, love song. I yeah. did until, you know, I listened to it when it came up. I'm like, oh, and that's stalking. Yeah, it's yeah. very similar to the song that Cherie was talking about earlier, the Scissor song, Love Glory, in that people are listening to it. And I'm like, oh, this is a beautiful song. It sounds really, really good. But when you listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh, okay, she's on some other stuff right there. <laughs> that's that's not quite what, you know. So, I mean, a lot of times you listen to stuff and you don't even know. You might be subconsciously, you know, being fed this whole, uh, you know, romance. I, to me, I have, I have met dudes who are okay with, who, who okay stalkish behavior. Who, who, who will say, you know, I was, I was seeing where she was at or whatever. And I'm saying it to the extent that it won't get shut down like it would get shut, like other things would get shut down. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, a males can get away with certain behavior like that without it getting shut down. And, it, and in, in that sense, it is misogynistic. But a lot of people don't see it that way. They don't, they don't see it as, you know, this is... But I mean, you know, you can listen to somebody and be listening to them and, and not use, necessarily use the word psycho to describe that person. And they'd be saying some stuff. And I'd be like, hmm, that's yeah. not really healthy what you're doing there. Right. You know, that's not really, you know, what you what you talking about, what you how you describing your relationship and how that's going down. That's not. Mm-mm. No, that's not how. That's not, that's, not, that's, that's not how this works. That's, that's not how any of this works. That, you know. That's not good. Yeah, yeah. So, so when and Sheree, I wanted to ask you another question. Um, when those songs, and when I mean those songs, the bitch hoe, uh, uh, anything related to some kind of uh, uh, what we're what we're baselining misogyny on, you know, stalking, rape, whatever. If you're having a conversation with your daughter, you know, you were saying earlier that it's, uh, uh, if you're offended, you know, maybe it's you that, so, but rape is not one of those things that, Mm. you know, that, you know, like this, the, the Rick Ross thing we were talking about, rape is not something that you accept, right? Right. So my, my, my question, I guess, is, um, how do you, how do you talk to her about uh, behaviors to accept. So what I'm saying is this. So uh, Rick Ross doesn't strike me as being a romanticist, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, <laughs> no, that's not a reach. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is this: is that what? So what I'm saying is this. So this this dude smell good look good whatever comes up and he is a racist i mean a rapist you know he he you know the the young lady that <clears> i'm <throat> referring to that i know got that that was sexually assaulted he wasn't rick ross he, he was, was not rick he ross wasn't he was being this aggressive great, or whatever he like was like the guy in the color girl for he, color he girls. was denzel he was denzel yeah, yeah, yeah. he was smooth he was yeah, all of that yeah, yeah. and she got raped yeah. all right so uh let's say rick ross but Rick Ross would be the bitch hoe, you know, what's up, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. If she accepts that, 
I mean, do you talk to her about what what that is like the the like accepting things? I mean, you know, because I imagine that if if you know, it's not a reach for that person, the 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 Rick Ross to be, oh bitch, oh ho, come do this, blah blah, and then turn around and hand her a Molly, you know. So do you say, hey, you know, how do you how do well, you how do you have that conversation? Again, my focus is on her behavior. She needs to be accountable and responsible for what she allows. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as you don't drink everything. If somebody hands you a drink, you don't have to drink it. Mm-hmm. Go make your own drink. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with rape, most rapes are are acquaintance rapes. Mm-hmm. So, speaking on that, when I used to work um, at UTA in the student health center, every Monday, every Monday, I'd have four or five girls come in and wanting the uh, morning after pill or wanting an STD check or something along those lines because they said, I don't remember what happened this weekend. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so for me, you know, I felt it my responsibility to talk to them mm-hmm. and, you know, not to try to um, chastise them, but at least let them make them aware of the role that that they played in it. Mm-hmm. You don't go out and get drunk. I mean, it's nothing wrong with having a drink, but you don't do that. You don't. You're putting you're putting yourself in that situation. Um, now, again, you know, you know, some women they're just violently raped by a stranger. Now, I'm not talking about that kind of mm-hmm. situation, but some some things can be avoided. So and, and and so I guess that's kind of where my my question is about the culture of music. So it's like, um, or the the culture of misogyny in music. Is it is it do you do you see that playing a part in their behaviors? That's that's kind of you know where it's it's okay to go out and listen to this music and it's it's aggressively sexual. And so, you know, uh, bumping and grinding and twerking mm-hmm. on the dance floor can turn into, uh, you know, you know, uh, what 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 was the old saying? Uh, well, uh, there's a hard no dick shortage. Has no conscience. Yeah, yeah, but there's also there's no shortage of women out there popping that pussy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, you know. But. I, I, I mean, I, and this really speaks to the fact that it's a lot of gray in this whole. Yeah, thing. yeah. it's not a whole. It's not. A, it's not a black and white thing. And I think that a lot of the stuff gets framed that way for 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 basic people to consume it in the news or whatever. But at the end of the day, the scenario that you're talking about, there are time points throughout the night where you can point to where you can say to a female, "Oh, you shouldn't have been doing that," or "You should, that's that's where you should have stopped," or "You shouldn't have been doing that." But you could also turn that camera to the dude and say, that was wrong what you did right there, mm-hmm. and that was wrong what you did right there, and that was wrong what you did right there. And it all just conspires to become this problem. A mess. Yeah. But it's a whole lot of gray in there. It's a whole lot of, it, there are no white knights in this whole situation. You know, it's some, it's some, it's some yeah. blame to go all the way around on this. A lot of that is just, a, um, I think it's the opportunity. You yeah, know, they absolutely. See, they see an opportunity. Mm. But, you know, not only do I talk to my daughter, I, I talk to my son more so than I talk to my daughter. Thank you. 
That's but, the more important yeah. conversation, yeah, exactly. really. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, yeah. I mean, he's 16, um, and I worry more about him than I do my daughter because I also know how a, a claim of rape can ruin his life. Exactly. You Absolutely. Know, Absolutely. I always tell him, I, you know, I speak, you know, I, look, I said, don't even let nobody suck your dick. Mm-hmm. I'm, so, you <laughs> know. <laughs> He's 16. Yeah. You because know. it can be perceived. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. I said, you, you yeah. know, you see what happened to the president. So I had to break that whole thing down. Who was Monica Lewinsky, all of this and that. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, you know, that you let somebody suck your dick, that can ruin your life. Yeah. You can go to jail for that. Yeah. You know, they got your DNA. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. It's yeah. true. Yeah. You know, but it's deep. Yeah. yeah. We need mm-hmm. a. Uh, we need a preach sounding thing. <laughs> I mean, because that's that's absolutely yeah. I, I don't yeah yeah. I mean the the conversation with 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 males and specifically black males needs to be this whole thing is not it's not like a a a, a whole cornucopia for you to take advantage of. Right. This is there's some pitfalls in this for you, right? Yeah, and it ain't and, all grits and, and gravy, and, you know. This, yeah. just because it look good and you all know. that fantasy is not necessarily <laughs> reality. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. 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 no means no. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you know, you better figure that out quickly. You know, Nelly just got caught up, allegedly. Allegedly, just got caught yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, you know, it's all not. Yeah, so. I think we try to just package everything real pretty in a little box and put a bow on it, and it's just not like that, yeah. you know. I think that's absolutely it. In order for, uh, in order for people to be able to just process something and just make their quick decisions about it, you have to do this whole footnotes version of a story that's not necessarily giving you all of the details that you need in order to understand what's going on. But um, I think we <laughs> we we didn't solve anything, but we definitely uh, brought up a lot a of good, good questions about it. So yeah, uh, right. we definitely appreciate you being here, Sherry. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you being here. A lot of good insight. But you know, hey man, hey, one, one, it was a, a teachable moment. Shut <laughs> up. Before before you uh, before you cut off, I want to just say I, I got my pink hat on today because you know this is breast breast cancer awareness month, and I lost a good friend a couple of years ago to breast cancer, so. I uh, just want all the ladies out there, since we're talking about women, and want Absolutely. all of them to be real, you know, cautious and conscious of their health. And I always challenge all my mel- my married brothers, uh, help your women with their breast exams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> help, help, help them with their breast exams. You'll appreciate it, and they will, too. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> with that being said... Again, Sherry, we just want to thank you for gracing us with your presence. Thanks for having me. And we hope me. you uh, come back on another topic. I'm sure, you know, one of our good hip-hop days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we want to thank everyone for listening to Psycho Music Lyricology. You can listen, like, and subscribe to us on Google Play Music, iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You may follow us on Twitter, at PsychoFellas. Hit us up uh, always. We can be contacted at psychomusiclyricology at gmail.com. Until the next time, peace. Peace.